All right, episode two of The Rocking Horse Winner by D.H. Florence. The theme is greed. Okay, all right, well, the greed gets introduced when uh, with the mom and the dad and how uh, they just really wanna live lavish lifestyles, but they don't have the money to afford it, but they continue to do it anyway. And that's pretty much what sets the story. Um, you know, enough is never enough. They always need more money, is what they start to say throughout like the whole thing. She's like not happy because she doesn't have money. So yeah. She doesn't love her children. She like. It seems like the parents have started to value materialism so much that they don't have happiness and that they can't find it. Unless they have they items to fill their void in them. Yeah. And then uh, at the beginning of the second page, it talks about how there's uh, these words everywhere that are saying like we need more money, or it's like there's never enough money, which is sort of like, I mean, it's, there's not anyone actually saying it, but it's like what all of them hear and they all realize. It's sort of like them hearing their greed. Something that like almost everybody in the family has an understanding of, but it's not like anybody's actually saying it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. One thing that I thought about was that uh, she also like complains about not having love or anymore, like not feeling love anymore or luck. And it's kind of like, the materialism that they're more focused on now just makes those incompatible and like you can't have both and you kind of have to choose but it seems like even though she knows that she still and the father just continue to choose like material objects instead which i thought was interesting all right well <laughs> uh there's no chance he believes that all their money comes from luck yeah luck is the only thing that can get you money it's like as much as they showed uh greed for money like very obviously it was like greed for luck was almost just as bad because they considered that money or more valuable than money as she said because she said uh if you're, if you're rich, then you'll lose it but yeah if you're lucky then you can make money yeah all right well is that all we have to say for the mom and the dad yeah, I Keep mean, pretty much covered you on luck is what led Paul to becoming greedy for money and for luck to please his parents. They're not very deep characters, to yeah. be honest. They're pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's just like, there's nothing they're hiding at all. All right, well, we go to Bassett, the gardener, and he didn't really display a whole lot of greed, but he kept, he had secrecy with Paul, which in a way was kind of greedy like he just wanted to keep the betting themselves i don't know if that was more just secrecy or greed itself you I could think it see been... good uh, yeah i mean like you could see it as greed because i mean obviously he has this kid who can predict horse races that's a, a great way to make tons of money and i mean obviously you'd want to keep that to yourself yeah it's not something you want everybody to hear. i think it was either that or paul didn't want him he like wanted to keep it in between them yeah i thought so his mother would know it was kind of a combination, but it was like, yeah, it's hard to, 
I don't think we ever got a real good answer on if it was he was just being loyal to Paul or if he was actually just like wanted to keep it between them. Although it seemed to think Paul thought it was just between them. Okay, <clears throat> and then is that all we have to say for Bassett the gardener? There, he, there really wasn't much on it. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Uncle Oscar. His was kind of. He like he pretty much got into the same role as Bassett, except he just fueled he it a lot more. Yeah. He and he just tested the waters with his greed, and it like grew over time because he started with like he started betting more money on horses that Paul didn't think. And then end, at the end, he was betting, like, thousands of pounds for Paul. And it was, like, yeah. greedy and just, like, putting a lot on it. He also, like, helped their family out a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, to be honest, like, you can say he had this greed for Paul, but he also, it sounds like, gave a lot to, the, to their family as a whole and was just, like, there for them. So he s displayed some unselfishness, but, I mean... Pretty much everybody, yeah, would take, like, guaranteed horse races if they could. So I don't know if I would say he was a really greedy character. It's just he wanted to take advantage of what he could. The rich stay richer. Uh, I think the only other characters were his little sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go over the little sisters real quick. They didn't do anything in this story. They literally were just scared, were scared of Paul. <laughs> he was going ham on the horse, and that was it. <laughs> mad they couldn't outride him. <laughs> oh, there's that uh, that Italian guy. I think that was the only other character. The Italian guy who's like the guy that was young. Oh yeah, yeah. He was probably really greedy. Yeah, he probably was. Yeah, the little sisters were just scared playing with their dolls. They were more just yeah. I don't even know. They had no purpose other than just to add one person or two more people that Paul scared. Okay, well, getting on to the main character, Paul. His greed was, I don't know if I would say it was the most complicated, but it had a lot of strings going into it. I think there's like, there's an interesting contrast between like his obsession with luck, but also like the reason he's doing it is to give money away, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting because he's like simultaneously like obsessed over winning money but it's like sort of for a good reason yeah so i think that was kind of interesting yeah he was like it it's really seems it like started off as he wanted to sh show that he was lucky and he was greedy for luck and then money kind of just got involved but what it really boiled down to is he was kind of greedy for his mom's attention and like her uh her like uh, satisfaction, I don't know, like her approval. Yeah, that's the best. Mm -hmm, yeah, he was because she was complaining about how her and her father aren't lucky, and he's like, I'm lucky. And he's like just trying to speak it into existence, almost. Just really trying to do that. Okay. talk about like the voices that they're always hearing again I guess yeah. but I mean that's just sort of more like hammering home the point of greed and how like you know however he gets more money the voices they just get worse yeah. you know like greed obviously like it doesn't that just really like ever growing that just really like uh, 
portrayed the destruction of their own greed. Yeah. And like how it just, yeah, it really just pounded away at them. Because like, Paul, I don't even remember how much he won, like one of the races where he won like thousands of pounds. And then it was like, he thought he was going to be satisfied, but then yeah, he immediately talked about how they were like worse than ever. And then yeah. that's when he got pushed over the edge by his greed. It's sort of like personification because it's like the house and then the rocking horse. Something that goes with greed that got talked about a little is just like the gambling aspect. It's like, although like they were sure whenever Paul like rode the horse, it was like there was a lot of gambling involved, especially from the other uh, characters' perspective and like the background of the mom's family. She said, which I thought was interesting because yeah, gambling and greed go together really well. But gambling wasn't super focused on necessarily. It was just there. Hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Yep. Moral of the story is just don't be greedy. <laughs> Pretty much. Don't be greedy, don't gamble. Don't be greedy, don't gamble. Well. This has been High School Senior Boys Review Literature, Episode 2. See you next week. Shut up, Anchor. Oh my god. Get off.